0: Alright, here we go again. This is Sunday 4. This is Anthony. I'm here with my cousin Ant. We're back for episode 3, believe it or not. Uh, really, not, I don't know what the hell we're doing, but we're back. Uh, Ant, you ready to
1: do this or what? As uh, ready as I'm ever going to be. Uh, let's, uh, let's see where this cast takes us. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got a pretty decent following through uh two weeks to be honest with you i'm like a little surprised that people have listened at all so i guess that's a good start
1: yeah i don't know uh it to be appealing to somebody i don't know if that says more about them or us or just There's, all of us but
0: or less about them
1: yeah we're <laughs> i don't know we're, we're we're doing this thing on the fly we're figuring it out
0: let's do it what are you drinking tonight Ant?
1: um hate to disappoint you but it's a little bit of a rerun over here it's uh I got the Booker's and the East Rock in front that, of me.
0: That's all right. Sometimes you got it. I got a I got a, a special uh, drink here. It's not something I normally would do, but it's uh it was left over from the party this past weekend. There was a special drink there. Not a special drink. It's just one that was left over that would uh, I don't know. It would it would have been in my fridge for I don't know how long if I didn't open it tonight. So I wanted to drink it for the first time ever on the show tonight, and it is uh Amer <laughs> it's an American hard cider. From, okay. a local, from a local from local brewery. And uh, yeah, I, not 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 generally a cider guy, but one of, our listeners, <laughs> one of our listeners brought it over, so I wanted to test it on air and see. Uh, just, you're already uh, pandering to the audience. Well, let's let's wait till I let's wait till I get my review of the drink itself. Oh
1: wow, I didn't oh I didn't know we we're getting a review. I thought this was something you and I
0: for. And then I have a, a nice uh, the bourbon I have tonight is blade and bow which oh, yeah. is from uh, the Stitzel Weller Distillery in Louisville, Kentucky. And Stitzel was the name of the field I played on in high school. So,
1: oh, right. interesting.
0: Let's try this cider, see how it is. All right. It looks like uh apple juice with bubbles. I'm glad there's only one of these left. <laughs> it's not bad. It tastes like apple. It tastes like it tastes like apple juice, but it's not bad. Yeah, no. okay. But it, yeah, it's just a little, little sweet, whatever. All right, that's my review. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're uh, not
1: getting a sponsor out of them.
0: <laughs> I'm sure this is the only uh, show disguised as this podcast uh, that's talking about storm along uh, hard cider. So, <laughs> uh, never know. You never know. That's a good point. All right. Uh, all right, so let's get into it today, this week. I don't know if I quick quick rundown of the show. We got a little football from this past weekend. And we'll talk about the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Talk a little Royal Rumble. And then uh, we'll talk about a true American hero, a real hero for our times. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about some living legends today, but I think the last guy we're going to talk about is a real living legend.
1: <laughs>
0: uh What do you think? about How did I do this weekend? How was the party? We talked about your party
1: last weekend. How was mine over here? How did I do? Uh, Not bad. I think everything went off without a hitch. Uh, I am interested to hear about the night session because I wasn't there for the second game. I wanted to make sure I got home for kickoff. Uh, Yeah, no, you
0: missed. All all you really missed was um, we did sausage and peppers. I whipped that up real quick. I had that prepped and ready to go. We did fried chicken uh, for the... Pre-game and for the for that for the first game right uh fried chicken and with biscuits and gravy and uh some mac and cheese uh stein's famous mac and cheese yeah oh yeah and uh and then yeah late night not late night I keep, I keep saying late night but it was just felt like late night and i think i went around the room and i asked who would have sausage and peppers and one person said yes <laughs> and i made it made two pots of it one hot which wasn't very hot and then one regular and uh, it went. The hot one went. We finished one pot of it, and the other we had some leftovers with. But did you do, yeah. what, Did you
1: have it on the crispy, loopy bread, the blue label?
0: Uh, yeah, I did. Well, yeah. yeah, we did. And we had some of the other, the green label, too. Yeah. The, the soft yeah. one. Yeah, blue, we did both. Those blue label is where it's at, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, it's not as much of a party as, uh, as Divisional play Weekend, not as crazy, but. <laughs> well, yeah, it's on a Sunday, so it's a little, a little yeah, more, right, a little right, more right. reserved. Yeah, And you and I watched that first game together. It was better. The two games. It was kind of a. It was kind of a replay of the Houston game from the week before, where Tennessee got off to a quick start, got off hot, and then this KC zero to zero to hundred and ten
1: in three seconds, and all of a sudden, you know, it's halftime and they have a lead. Yeah, uh, Tennessee. You know, they look good out of the gate. Uh, They did exactly. What I expected them to do, run the ball coming out of the gate, try and control the clock. They jump out to that ten point lead with like I think it was after like a nine minute drive, maybe I think it was a long drive. Yeah, uh, that was their
0: longest, and that was their longest drive until their touchdown, their last touchdown of the game. Right, right. They'd have anything over like four or five minutes after that. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then uh, it was alarming that the Chiefs were just able to come back down, cut it to three. And then where they really lost the game there was at the end of the half, not being able to bring down Mahomes there number who I don't know what number 35 was doing, awful tackling.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they
1: want they're hoping he's going to go out of
0: bounds or they're scared to hit him because he's a quarterback or what it was, but they just it was uh, it was like uh, the coach from major league like none of this none of this OA shit
1: you know yeah, yeah so it right. was brutal. Uh, yeah, basically, this game comes out first of all, you can't they had to be minimum tied at the half, excuse me. Minimum tied. Uh, giving up a touchdown there at the end of the half was a backbreaker. Uh, and this game just comes, it's pretty simple. It, it just came out the Mahomes being great. Yep. Uh, Tannehill not going to be able to bring it back down double nope. digits like that on the road. No, no. Playoff game. Uh, no real coaching errors. I didn't see anything egregious. Uh, and I just thought. I gave out Titans in the under last week on the show. I said, you either got to go. I said my exact words were my degenerate brain says it's either Titans in the under or Chiefs in the over. Of course, yep. I'm, I'm on the wrong side. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I, Degenerate I thought, brain, you said. Right. And yeah. I, just thought, I just thought that in order for Tennessee, not so much to – well, definitely to win. But just to make it more of a game in the fourth quarter, it just had to be – a little bit more of an uglier, grittier game, and it just wasn't that. And they let, they let the game get away from them a little bit there at the end of the first half, and that was all she wrote. Better team won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not much else yeah. to say, really, about that game. Yeah, I, I mean, I think for Tennessee, they needed that control of
0: the ball. They needed to hold on. They needed a lot of seven, eight, nine-minute drives. And then once, once they gave Kansas City an inch – they, mm. they took it, and it, it's just scary what they can do man, when they get going. Yeah. They are a scary team,
1: man. Yeah, Mahomes um, just uh, – yeah, unbe- unbelievable run so far for him. All right.
0: I'm not, I'm not going to touch on Kansas City too much more because we've got a lot to talk about with them next week, so I don't want to really step on next week's show right now. But, like, Tennessee, what do you think about Tennessee going forward? Do you think they have a chance to – I mean, that the division that they're in is kind of fluid – Texans are seemed like their mainstay is at top of that division now, uh, but the rest of that division seems up for grabs every year. I mean, if you, I mean, they got them. They got in with nine wins this year. I feel like they can, if Henry uh, stays healthy, and whether it's Tannehill or, uh of course, they have a good quarterback in there they can trust. I feel like they could be back again. I, I I'm not ready to pencil them to next year's playoffs, but I think uh, they'll be. Uh, they, they, they got they got the
1: coaching to to compete. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the NFL is so year-to-year. I, yeah. I, and that division is a perfect example. Uh, like, you expect the Chiefs to come back and win their division with Mahomes. Yeah. You expect the Patriots, even with Brady, to come back. And you yep. expect, like, the Ravens, may, maybe the Steelers, uh, to come back and win one, that division. That But the AFC South is always up for grabs. I mean, would it would it surprise you if I told you any of the four teams are going to win it next year? No, not at all. I mean, the Jags were... I, the I mean, Jags were a sleeper team of mine this year. I thought with yeah. Foles they'd make a little noise, but that's just my point going into season, yeah. it, the season. I think part of it is too the Texans are a hard team to uh, trust, even. Right, b- right. But they also have they've won four out of five division, but they have the best quarterback, I would say. Yeah, and just yeah. the be- be- best overall roster, probably I would say that they have. So that's why they're going to be favored, but. It's really uh, it's up for grabs. Any any of those four teams. As for the Titans, I I have no idea. They can come back. They're usually they're one of those teams that would they go nine and seven, I think they always go nine and seven. It feels like. Yeah. So they're gonna, they're <laughs> going to be in that mix. I don't see them coming back and being like a twelve and four, 13 and three team. But who knows? You know, I expect them to be in the mix next year, kind of similar to this year. And uh, it, it'll be interesting to see who the quarterback is. That's number one. Before I yeah, you got, you got to see yeah. that before you can really sink your teeth in on a prediction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then that second that second game, not as uh bloodbath. It's an absolute bloodbath. We luckily, I mean, we missed out on uh State Farm's wet dream <laughs> having Green Bay and Kansas City in the in the Super Bowl, I and mean, that would have been disaster. I was just miserable to watch. Well, those that's two what guys. the
1: league was rooting for, even though San Francisco does have the history. They were definitely pulling for, uh, especially they're doing this NFL 100, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. KC yep. Green Bay was the first Super Bowl. Would have yeah. been interesting, but. Uh, yeah, I needed this game to make up for the horrible Titans underpick. I came back and gave gave you the Niners over. Split it down the middle. Uh, I was, I did say this could be a Jimmy G coming out party. I think I predicted four touchdowns. <laughs> uh, but he did hand off four touchdowns. There you go. He, he sure did have did. A, He did have a hand in four touchdowns. Uh, when he threw eight passes. I mean, I don't know what more you could say. They just they kept running the ball, and the Packers couldn't stop it. And you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So,
0: yeah, there's no they no reason to throw the ball. I mean, they right if if it's if it's working, why would you go away from it? And it worked, and it worked, and it worked. And Green Bay, Green Bay just showed their ass. They were they were, I don't want to say frauded because I think everybody knew what they were. I think they were just a good team.
1: No, I think who, we said that last week. I think we said yeah. that we we so. We're, it, I think what I did was. I insulted Seattle more by saying you're going to find out just how bad Seattle was by how Green Bay (laughs) plays this week. And Green Bay Bay and Seattle were kind of mirror teams of each other. I think they were both – all their flaws were mirrored up by the quarterback play. Yeah, yeah. More so by the Seahawks maybe. But even the Packers because Rodgers had a good – it wasn't great, but he had a good year. Uh, Yeah, best team all year, wire to wire basically in the NFC. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they're – Best team. It's not often you could say best team comes out of a conference, but we definitely have it in the NFC. AFC, I guess, is arguable because
0: Baltimore yeah, K- was
1: the better team. But yeah, KC. Not one, yeah. It's two basically. Uh, I know it's contrasting styles. We're gonna preview the game next week, but it's contrasting styles, and uh, it's not often you could say that you have the two best teams, and so maybe it's the top, you know, two of the three best teams. Yeah, but, uh, mm-hmm. there's not. It's not really a lopsided. Uh, Super Bowl, so should be good. And uh, like I said, next week we'll really be able to dive into previews. When we don't make it overkill, we'll be giving you prop bets and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, a yeah good, it, should be, it, it should a good Super It's it's you know sometimes you get an under you know someone who's an underdog in there. Uh, I was reading that they said no game had ever gone off as a pick'em, but I think that's I don't know if that's necessarily true because the Seahawks Patriots game. It reminds me a little bit of that game, just evenly matched uh, mm. teams. Well, so the good thing is you won't have to analyze the line too much. You're just going to have to pick a winner. So
0: that's, that's, that's the good thing about it. There you go. Yeah. And it's a little contrasting styles in that Casey's known for their offense, San Francisco's known for their defense. You know, and we're going to see like San Francisco seems like a chameleon team where they're going to do whatever it takes. Right. Like we said, like they only threw eight passes last last week right like you're it's going to be you're, you're going to see them kind of adapt on the fly you know, depending on what is necessary I, I just wonder I heard somebody mentioned today that uh you, you wonder like Mahomes is has been loose and here's Garoppolo who's kind of he hasn't had to he hasn't had to be uh thrown yeah thrown a lot so you know I don't know if that favors KC or not but I mean we get we have plenty of time to think about that. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> haven't really, I haven't really even thought about it to be honest with you. I, I, yeah, very yeah. little.
0: What I'm, I, I think what I'm thinking about the most is this Super Bowl is in Miami.
1: Yeah, and
0: I want to see if any players get in trouble leading up to the game. I mean, Uh-oh. there's been a, a couple uh, famous incidents in Miami.
1: Oh, I'm familiar you know. with one of them. Uh, you're thinking of Eugene <laughs> Robinson? <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the charges were dropped, but yeah, he. Uh, that was. Is that an um, undercover uh, woman police officer?
0: Yeah, correct. Yes. Okay, that's what I,
1: that's what I thought.
0: So, solicitation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was, it was, it was also the Bengals Niners where, in, Mi- in Miami where. Uh, oh, uh, it, um, not the, Icky ru- Woods. The, yeah, the running back got. A, not Woods.
1: Re- um, relapsed on coke. Stanley Wilson. Stanley Wilson, yep. Yeah, relapsed on cocaine the night before. Super Did War. Ray Lewis kill a guy in Miami or was that somewhere else? Allegedly. Oh,
0: that's a good question. I'm not sure where
1: that went down. Where did, I, they, didn't where, did they, where was that giant Super Bowl?
0: I don't. I that Super
1: Bowl never happened, It was. In, it was either Tampa or Miami.
0: It might have been Tampa.
1: That might have been Tampa. And then the year before, or two, I don't know. But I, I don't know. I feel like he. I feel like that happened in Miami.
0: Some of the best shit talk, by the way. I was reading an article about this, and the, the best shit talk. Um. Was uh, Hollywood Henderson, that other guy's name, uh, talking about Terry Bradshaw? He says, <laughs> leading up to the Super Bowl, he said Terry Bradshaw couldn't spell cat if you spotted him the C and the A. Oh, right. <laughs> what Super
1: Bowl was that? Thirteen. Oh, okay. Super Bowl thirteen. So Back for the Cowboys.
0: Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh and the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Miami is also home to uh, Joe Willie's Super Bowl three prediction. And Super Bowl five was the first time to use the Lombardi trophy. Super Bowl ten was the Immaculate Reception. So a lot of history in Miami. Peyton's first. The Saints first. So Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of history in Miami. But I'm most forward I'm most looking forward to just any kind of uh, law enforcement issues down there.
1: Yeah, that should be interesting.
0: Uh... <laughs> is, there, is there any props on that? Yeah. <laughs> is there a prop on a player that you can uh... you have to tweet at cousin Sal? <laughs> Get those numbers. There you go. Well, I guess we got to mention before we wrap up football. I got to mention that uh, yesterday, Eli Manning called it. I don't think it's anybody's surprise no. that he called it a, a career. And we talked about this a little earlier. And we're not going to debate. I can't think of anything more boring <laughs> or out to, or overdone than like debating Hall of Fame merits against the most for football. It's biggest, yeah, definitely for football. Uh, I just. I, I could have.
1: I could have a nice, healthy baseball debate. I actually enjoy the baseball one. Uh, so you're. I don't know. You have more patience than I do. I have like no. Maybe because for. it's I've, just Mike I've, and Dog. I think of reminiscent of them.
0: Yeah. There, but that's like two of the
1: best have ever done it. And now you know. I mean, yeah,
0: there's a lot of people that are doing it that
1: aren't anywhere near that level mm-hmm.
0: of uh, of entertaining. So. Oh yeah, no doubt. I don't know, but I, I think we we agreed on this. Like with with. With Eli, it com his Hall debate is it, it comes down to those two Super Bowl runs. Those two are yeah. either good enough to get him in, or, or or not. So if you if you put all the uh, all the weight on those two Super Bowl runs, and he's sure that I mean, those two Super Bowl runs were Hall of Fame worthy Super Bowl runs. Yeah, on the road, but, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean every, everything about it. You don't we need to you know go through every. Nook and cranny of those uh, those runs, but if you, if you put more weight in the rest of his body work, there's no way. I mean, it's, it was a mediocre quarterback, mm-hmm. and he was a, he was a 500 quarterback. And as a Giants fan, there was never a time when we had all kinds of confidence in Eli. You know, you could call you could call him a big time quarterback, and he had big time moments, but there was never a time as a and not to hate on the guy at the where but retired <laughs> There was never a time where I was like. Well, thank God we have Eli. He's gonna do what he can to bring us back. He, we we knew very well there was very good Eli and there was really bad Eli. Um, and again, I, I'm happy to have watched him play for his entire career. It went on five years longer than it probably should have. Yeah, I would say, I'd say that's fair. <laughs> and uh, and that you know that uh, other you know that aside, I just uh I expect to see him in the Hall of Fame, but I think. There's no reason having a debate on the Hall of Fame with him because it goes one way or the other based on where your priorities go for a Hall of Fame merit, I guess.
1: Yeah, he was he was an enigma, uh, definitely <laughs> that. You just never knew what you were going to get out of him. He had those two great runs and basically a mediocre career, and uh, that's up for it's up for. I don't even do they have to wait five years? Is it like baseball? There's some waiting period. I don't know exactly what yeah. it is. So. so, I mean, I guess. We could have that debate down the road, really. It's the day after he retires. I don't know if that's the time to have it, but
0: especially, no, especially but it's, with it's football what,
1: still on the, still on the uh, slate with one more game coming up. But Yeah, um, no, and next, and th- and next week, uh, we'll be watching the Super Bowl
0: highlights, and I'll be sure to look for uh, the two Eli ones for sure when they when they air on uh, NFL. Yeah, Network I already got week. the
1: DVR set for all of them.
0: Per- perfect, perfect. So, uh, smooth transition from one New York legend to another. <laughs> um We'll talk about the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame this week. We saw Derek Cheater uh, get elected in. Larry Walker. Uh, Larry, it's I love this because, first of all, the Hall of Fame voting process is the dumbest fucking thing you could possibly imagine. You got all these nerds putting in their votes and shit. And, and it's – Larry Walker – why Larry Walker have to wait 10 years to get in or whatever it was, eight years, whatever it took, bring it in. Why you have to wait that long? Like he's, he's in, he's in, man. Just let him the fuck in. Mm-hmm. And then and he gets in on his last-ditch effort with like six votes, uh, six more votes than he needed. And then Jeter gets in on his first try, goes almost
1: perfect, and people are bitching about him getting <laughs> all
0: but one vote
1: the whole thing. And I don't think it matters. It doesn't. I think it was the fact that it was one vote. Because even when it – Even when I heard it was one vote, I was like, "Ah, I was like one vote." You know, I I, honestly going in, I didn't think he'd get one hundred percent. I thought it would be like three or four guys. Right? Yeah. Sabermetric nerds, you say he was the worst shortstop or whatever, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. First ballot, I'm sure. You would think eventually this will come out, unless this guy really, because you got to remember. You could say he did it for attention, but he didn't know necessarily he was going to be the only guy.
0: Of course, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's, I right. but he's still a,
1: yeah. he's still a dumb fuck though too. Like so, it's, it's, <laughs> it goes it goes both ways. It's like there's so, there's a, so many guys that should have been a hundred percent. That it's just so so like Ken Griffey Jr. You know, uh, three guys didn't vote for him. You know, uh, Babe Ruth didn't get a hundred percent. Joe DiMaggio William took him three times to get in.
0: Like, yeah, you Willie know, William Mays didn't get a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, there's the, the history is littered with all time like first bout hall famers who, yeah, didn't get near 100%. I mean,
1: Tony Gwynn, how many per, like how who didn't vote for Tony Gwynn? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I it's,
0: <laughs> sure thing is possible, yeah, sure thing is it could be, yeah, yeah. So, are right, you want to talk about uh, Larry Walker real quick, uh, just to uh get through it? Yeah, because uh, I, wanna... I, I know I know we have a lot more to talk about with Jeter, but like I said, I do, I do love that these are two guys going in together because of that, like contrast. It's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know the time to, to bash Larry Walker. Isn't uh, the day after or was it was two, two days now, <laughs> Yeah, but he's just not a hall of famer. I'm sorry. Uh, it opens the door for Todd Helton. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. I, I, I was it- actually
1: looking at their numbers today and I actually printed out some numbers in front of me. I, they basically have identical. It's crazy how close they are. I guess you could argue Walker had all those gold. He only had like three gold gloves or something. That's, yeah, he was good. Yeah, he good. Or maybe it weather. was three batting titles and seven gold. He was a really good player. I just don't think of him as a Hall of Famer, and I think of him as a product of Coors Field too. Unfortunately,
0: I don't even care about that. That's where like, you know that's where he played. You know what I mean? Like I people will bring that to splits and shit. But I really don't care. I can't judge a guy's career based off. That. I don't think he he's Hall of Famer regardless of yeah. where he played. But you know. People aren't talking about how Babe Ruth played in, you know, a, a lefty-friendly ballpark his entire career. Like, that never comes up, you know. Uh, so I just – I don't I, – I can't get into that. Like, that's just – Look at those first I, six
1: I, years I, in Montreal, though, man.
0: Yeah. Nah, it no, it wasn't I know, pretty.
1: I, I, I know, I know. When he, when he said he was going to go in at, with a Rockies cap, I was like, yeah, no shit, motherfucker. That's why you're there. <laughs> yeah, he said that goes had consideration. Exposed. Yeah, the fuck all, out of here. For all about two seconds. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, here's the thing, like again, Walker, real nice player, good ball player. I never uh, never wanted, never put on a game, because like, oh, i got to watch Larry Walker. But what can you name like two things or three things, three memories of Larry Walker at all? God.
1: Man, if you ever I remember... <laughs> definitely didn't do research for this. Yeah. Larry Walker <laughs> moments. Hmm, let me see. <laughs> uh, I remember him making a terrible out in the Red Sox Cardinals World Series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was past. He was a shell of himself by then. But I think he grounded yeah, it out yeah. weekly to the pitcher. Uh, no, no, <laughs> wow. I don't. I don't. I remember him being really good in All Star Baseball '98 on uh, N64. That's about it. Nice three hitter. Yeah, that's Something. Uh, but no, something. I don't. And they, he was on some good Rocky teams too that went to the playoffs. I don't yeah. think they ever won a round uh, when he was there. Yeah. I don't think. But so, But no. no, I I don't have any Larry Walker memories. I
0: remember. Two things from Larry Walker. Okay. And the, fr- and the first thing is, in an All-Star game, he went up to bat against uh, Randy oh, Johnson. Okay. And he put his helmet on backwards He's got in the righty batter's box. Right. Not really a Hall of Fame-type moment. No. no. <laughs> Which is funny. Whatever. It's great. He didn't. I'll give you shit, though. Like, it happened. Which I think is also after, after John Kruk went up against Randy Johnson a year or two before and just swung, like, wildly to strike out intentionally.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah,
0: you, So, like, he was kind of stealing Kruk's bit. Taking that a little uh, to the next level.
1: What year was that? Then, do you know off the top of your head? No, nah, I, yeah. I don't
0: remember. And then I do remember he was chasing 400 for a little bit in the late 90s, 97, 98, something like that. Yeah, he, bad was, it, he, he had some good. Uh, yeah. He was a
1: 313 career hitter, I think.
0: Yeah, I think he hit like 388 or 390 one year. He had a hell of a year. He was, he was looking for 400 one year. Yeah. I remember that because that, that never happens now. It happened a couple times when we were younger. Where he saw guys chase 400. That's the one I want to see, man. I want to see somebody hit 400 one year.
1: Oh, that would be Um, incredible. I I, that's something I don't think we're going to see, but that would be uh, that would be something exciting for uh, you know the baseball, the old school nerds like us, not the new school. You know, know, batting average. Yeah, you know, batting average mattered. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: hundred and ten years also doesn't matter. Batting average. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember him. I remember he did it. And then, obviously, Tony Gwynn did it well, in '94 before the strike. And That's uh, the extent of my 400 chases that I can remember. Was a kid. Yeah, it
1: was. Uh, did uh, did O not O, uh, o- uh, O'Neill didn't chase 400, but didn't o- did, o- did O'Neill win the batting title that year? That Gwynn almost. '94 sounds right. Yeah, he. he wasn't chasing 400, but he did hit like I think he hit like 350, 360 around there. Yeah, it sounds about right. He was having a great year that before that strike. Yep, it sounds right. I'm trying to think anybody else who gave it. No, not really. Cody Bellinger hit 400 until like maybe late May this year. Yep. That's about well, I was, yeah. I was a run, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. especially with the way the game's going nowadays with, you know, home run or nothing, kind of, I'm not sure you're going to see a guy hit even close to four. I don't, like I could, I don't even really follow that that closely. I couldn't even tell you who won the batting titles this year. Uh, so I don't even know what the, what the uh, averages were for whoever won them. That stuff is completely won. I, I have PS, PTSD from Jose Altuve. I can't worry about who was winning the, the batting <laughs> title, you know? <laughs> uh, but right. it wasn't even close to, like, I don't even think the winners, nah. either of them hit 350, so. No, it's probably 325, 3-something, 3 like yeah. maybe. Top's, I don't know. Well, LeMahieu was up there. I don't know if he ended up, I know it was LeMahieu and Devers, but. Uh, or someone else scooped yep. in, but yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing a four. Long story short, I don't think we're going to be seeing a four hundred hitter in our lifetime or anybody's no. lifetime going forward.
0: No, it's gonna be a long, to me, a long time for anybody to sniff it. I, one real quick on like the whole like home run or nothing thing. Mm-hmm. I, my feeling on that is it's gonna come back down a, at some point. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, you kind of like you kind like, of see now with the shift. Kind of people are re- adjusting to it. I think at some point it's gonna revert back. To where okay, you know what? Line drives are a good thing, Heck, getting the ball in <laughs> yeah. play is a good thing. I it was like that for 110 years. I don't see it just going away completely. I just see I, it's like I, let me equate it to this okay, when I was a kid, we we had paper bags, right? Yeah, when it, it's, a, it's a grocery store, paper bags
1: imagine that, yep. and then
0: and, and then we would take them home, we'd recycle them, and that'd be the end of the story. All of a sudden, they brought plastic bags in, and now there's this big fucking uproar about plastic bags (laughs) because they're all replaced, fish are dying, shit like that. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Let's use the fucking paper bags again. And now they charge you 10 cents for it. But like, look, dumbasses, this was was not a problem 25 years ago. We just used paper bags. We put our fucking newspapers in them, and we recycled them. And that's that's, that's how – or just throw them in the recycle bin, whatever, on their own. Like, there's no reason to go back. Like, you you went backwards to go forwards, right? So I kind of see that like, the same thing. So I don't know if that's a good analogy or not, but I <laughs> kind of going. I kind of see things going back. At some point, it'll kind of come back to the to the norm. I think, yeah. but I mean, even now they're teaching kids to to, to uppercut shit. When I, uh, my coaches make me run laps, really? Uppercut. No, not laps, but yeah.
1: No, I, just I, I no, it wasn't that that I was asking. I was, yeah. They're teaching kids nowadays to swing uppercuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all about a uh, launch angle, man. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, basically how... drop,
1: basically drop your elbow.
0: Yeah. Not so much like my, like my son's seven. I don't. Not so much him. But yeah. I was actually talking to your brother Dan about it, and he was saying I, I was saying, "Oh, you gotta chop a tree," you know, like yeah. <laughs> like the old days. Now it's the old days, which is ridiculous. And he's like, Oh, no, nobody teaches like that anymore. it's all about launch angle, man. Uh,
1: Yeah, that's
0: sickening. And one guy who got all the way to the hall who never gave a flying fuck about launch angle was Kalamazoo's own Derek Jr.
1: Yeah, number two big day. Uh, I mean, we've known this day was coming for a while, uh, you know, years now, even when, yeah, even when he was playing, I think we knew this was inevitable uh like i said we're not gonna talk about the guy who didn't vote for him because it's not important unless it was no, unless no. it was dan levitard i don't know if he gets a vote but i tried digging up i tried digging up that email i couldn't find it but <laughs> All right, yeah, regar- really regardless honest. uh hall of Famer first ballot and got me thinking uh reminiscing i remember i was thinking back when i first got into sports uh when i was a little kid this is pre-jeter and I had three guys growing up. It was Dan Marino, Michael Jordan, Tom Mattingly. Yep, and unfortunately, yep. I caught all those guys basically on the back nine. You know, Mattingly was injured a lot uh, later yep. in his career. Marino was never the same after he tore his ACL. Jordan was a freak, just winning championships. But still, I only remember really the, the second three-peat.
0: Not, okay. not as uh, much
1: as the first uh, three-peat.
0: Jordan had a much
1: better back nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was on the back nine, but he was like, yeah. Hitting birdies and eagles and shit, (laughs) he's
0: 700, yeah, 700 on the the back,
1: yeah. Uh, so then Jeter comes along, he has the cup of coffee in '95, gets the starting job '96 from Tony Fernandez, Mm -hmm. and we really never looked back. Uh, opening day, yeah, opening day '96, man, yeah, opening day over the shoulder catch and the home run off of I didn't do the research, but I'm pretty sure that was El Presidente, right, Dennis Martinez.
0: Oh, yeah, that's absolutely right, forgot about that,
1: yeah, yeah, he was. Definitely, on President Day. Yeah. yeah, not the important <laughs> <laughs> No, the real, the real yeah. President Day. Yeah. Uh, and the thing, the thing that gives me goosebumps about that clip, and you know, I'm gonna sit here and tell you, I was a Jeter guy from day one. But yep, uh, in Phil Rizzuto on the call, who was like the biggest Jeter guy, oh, always yeah. old timers. Dave was always looking for Jeter. Oh, Tori always talks about that. Has there's literally video and audio evidence of Phil Rizzuto being a Jeter guy from day one. You know, the way to go, Derek, after he hits the, <laughs> after he hits the home run. Uh, he was on the call, so that was great. And uh, not, we're not going to get into the accolades. Everyone knows me now about the championships, the clutch hits, the, you know, uh, the three thousand hit, this final game, the jump throw, yep. all that. Uh, yep. But I'll just say this, as, you know, we're going back to 96, so, so almost a quarter century now. And uh, t- as a 10-year-old kid, all the way up to his last game, and I think I, I'm not just speaking for me. I sp- I'm going to speak for you and every Yankee fan in our age demographic. So this isn't just about me. But right. we couldn't have asked for a better guy to be our guy, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, On the yeah, field, sure right.
1: yep. off the field. The, the Tor- I saw a Torrey interview this week in one of the video packages. And uh, what did he say? He said he's just a guy who came to work every day. Came, yep. Yeah, came. To, yep. Yeah, came to work every day. Did his job, and that he's just somebody. He's an athlete who got it. And there's so many athletes nowadays that just make your head spin. Just yep. you know, if you look at Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham. Just football season, so I'm thinking of those guys. Uh, we just see guys who just they don't get it, and for that, for that guy Jeter to be our guy growing up and play 20 years for our favorite team. Nothing will ever match that going forward in sports.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we lucked out and it's pretty, it's cool. It's great. It's so cool to watch him from, from beginning to end. You see the whole journey. Yeah. I, like I said I remember him coming up in 95 being on the team a little bit. Yeah. And you see the whole journey from start to finish. Uh, in the, uh, and you're right. The one thing between the lines, man, the, what made it great for guys like you and me, who, you know, we grew up, we played ball and stuff, and we obviously never played near the level of that. But <laughs> no. he he's a guy you could look at and say, you know what? If I ever sniffed Major League yeah, Baseball, right. I ever sniffed that level, that's exactly how I'd, I'd play. I'd always be busting my ass on the line no matter what. You know, whenever I could get to a ball, I'm going to be diving for it. You know, and, you know, he was not he wasn't the best shortstop of all time he wasn't the best defensive shortstop of all time no. but you know he's but you knew he's gonna make the play you knew he's gonna get to the balls he get to you knew he knew he's gonna give a hundred percent i mean it's such a fucking cliche thing to say yeah but you yeah. knew he was gonna give he was gonna leave it all on the field no matter what and like i remember that game in 2004 when he against boston um <laughs> july when 1st, ran, yeah. You know, he, yeah when he uh he i mean he, there's people, people like like to knock him for this which is fucking weird where he didn't have to dive into the stands like whatever but he was I remember watching that game and him making that catch and going flying into the stands and get come back all cut up and you could knock, you know whatever you want to say not to, to jump to the stands whatever the fuck you want to say uh, whatever fuck you man that in the moment you're watching this guy come up the field the face is all bloody and you're just like damn like he will do anything to fucking win a game like it doesn't matter yeah. if it's if it's his limbs or, or that are in danger or whatever um He's gonna he's gonna do it. And it was, was kind of cool at that point to uh, to see. It was still and in two thousand four actually obviously yeah. ended in
1: right it was more fashion than that. Yeah, yeah. Dark. It was a but, dark year. But a uh, little fun fact for those who don't remember: July second, Shea Shea Stadium, started the Subway Series. Yeah, uh, Jeter was in there at, at shortstop, <laughs> batting I believe first. Okay, <laughs> but, uh, bruised and battered face and all. Yeah. Uh, Uh, absolutely so yeah um, absolutely I don't know to put a bow on it just you know uh, Yankee fans at our age now obviously uh, we're going to be nostalgic about the way it used to be just being being younger is you know just thinking about when you were younger you're going to be nostalgic and you're always going to think things were better when you were younger but if you're a Yankee fan our age things actually probably were better with all due respect to you know the judge Yankees uh, right now, and it I doesn't. We just, yeah, it doesn't even. I mean, it doesn't yeah. even matter if you know we were to win the next five championships. Nothing will ever match the emotional attachment that we all had to nah, Jeter in those nothing, in those
0: teams. Nothing beats being a kid and having a team win, man. Nothing beats it. No,
1: and uh, yeah. So this, those those <laughs> dynasty teams, uh, they'll always be put on the pedestal. Those those guys on the on those teams, not just Jeter, but like Bernie uh, Pettit. Tino, uh, those guys were, like, larger than life when we were kids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, that's, I yeah. guess that's how the kids probably view Judge and Sanchez uh, nowadays, Gardner, whoever else
0: <laughs> around yeah. the
1: team. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully this, this crop could give the new generation some memories and us memories. Fuck, we want to win too. I mean.
0: <laughs> and that's um, – you mentioned those guys, Tino and Posada and all those guys, and they'll probably all be there. Uh, for his, yeah. for his oh, uh, inauguration, Joe yeah. Toro obviously be there. And, uh, I, and so we'll wait, we're going to, we're, we're headed down there or headed up there rather
1: Sunday poor will be on the lawn.
0: Yeah, that's our, we told him it'll be our first I don't know when we're going to table, we'll figure something out, but we're going to, uh, uh, make the trip and it will be our, maybe, maybe our first, uh, remote. That's what we call it in the biz. Our first remote, uh, <laughs> from, <laughs> from out of town, um, yeah, so we'll spend a day in Cooperstown. Talk about this for years, man. I said I was going to go. And it really, you know, it's a big deal because this is like my absolute worst nightmare. Oh,
1: I of know. A scenario. I, know. Oh, I it's, know. It's just,
0: it's, its if I'm going in the direction where everybody's going and there's 10 million people going there and I got to find parking and I got to sit in the heat and I got to waltz around with a bunch of strangers, it's like absolute hell. But it, it, I got to do it. Yeah, man. it's I not gonna we're going to be great.
1: It's, a lot of it's not going to be pleasant, but. No, but it's
0: it's gonna be worth it, man. It's gonna be worth it. Plus,
1: man. I feel like we're getting into the Hall of Fame too. Like we we've been there, for, <laughs> we've been there day one with Jeter. It's like we're getting in. So I feel like the, the show has the, the show doesn't go on
0: unless we're there. So you're saying like J- Jimmy's like era- uh, Jeter's like Jeter's like Tommy, and we're like Jimmy and Henry, exactly, and Goodfellas, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Hopefully so, he doesn't get whacked. It's like we're all getting made. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh man all right well you got any last last thoughts
1: on Jeter um,
0: I we don't know. know I mean so it shall, it, it, shall it, could, uh,
1: it does sound a little corny but it's almost like when that last uh, you were in the building for uh, his last home game yep it was like 20 years after his debut man it was like finally you know the, the chap, the last chapter of your childhood had been written at 30 years old or whatever we were you yeah. know like, seeing yep. this guy, it, it's just crazy. And one, uh, another thing, this kind of bothered me when I when he retired. And this, this isn't an anti-Jeter take, but this is more of an anti-Yankee fan take, saying that, like, the captaincy should be retired. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah. No. Listen, I'm not saying you just give it to anybody. I think, obviously, Judge would be the ideal guy going forward. Hopefully, he could win a championship before. Obviously, we have to lock him up, too, long term, because yeah, Jeter didn't yeah. get it until he got gets- got his contract, yes. <laughs> but I had a problem with Yankee fans saying that. It's like if they didn't retire it for Thurman Munson or uh, Lou Gehrig, yeah. two guys who literally <laughs> died in the prime of their careers. I mean, they're not, you're not going to retire the captaincy for Jeter. It's like it's okay. Yeah. There could be another Yankee captain one day. It's okay. Relax. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, Do you know everything Since, what Jeter stood for, man. Like I don't know off the field, the way he played the game. You know, it's about what's on the front of your jersey. Like, you're not going to retire the captaincy for him. Everybody <laughs> yeah. calm down.
0: It's anti-team move, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, it, and, I mean, I, I like all the – you mentioned, like, the two bigger names. But, like, I like Willie Randolph and Mattingly. Like, those, are, those are cool
1: cool uh, captains, man. Like, I don't – Yeah, well, know, it got think... a little crazy there in the 80s, I think. I think George had uh, – he had Roy White be a captain there for a little bit. You said Willie. I always... I like Willie Randolph um, as a captain, though. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, no, it's not the same as Mattingly. It's not the same as Jeter. Right. It's not the same as exactly. Thurman. Exactly. That's what I look wow. at as a captain, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't – the captain of the Yanks, you can't uh, pass around like uh, like
1: the assistants in, in hockey where wherever at night you might get a different assistant. <laughs> yeah. They, they always switch it up. I thought you were going to go in another direction uh. there. So I thought you were going to sell the assistants in Harvey Weinstein's office or something. Oh Jesus Christ! no, I was just <laughs> I was just pleasantly surprised you went hockey instead, but you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'll let you take it to the gutter, Jesus, the
1: gutter I mean right. what is what is that? is that your Oh it's my uh pen, I'm just uh marking down where we're at uh, oh my God, <laughs> what kind of pen is it? You got to jerk
0: it off for ten seconds before you use it?
1: what is that uh, it's an old pen it's a click pen. All yeah. right. Yeah. Olani's oh, by Times Square.
0: You're just nervously clicking it?
1: Uh, basically. Like... Yeah, oh, basically. I'm just right. getting ready to, for the Rumble picks.
0: All right. all right. I got a couple baseball things to bounce off of you. Are
1: these Hall of Fame? Um, Are these Hall of Famers?
0: Uh, no. This is, this is just baseball. Um, well, one Hall of Fame thing. Just okay. baseball items in the past week that uh, it, maybe. maybe Maybe you want to talk about it. Maybe you don't want to talk about it. If it gets going, we can talk about it. If not, and it's just one second. All right, this might work- right, let's go. This, this might work out. It might be a disaster. We're just, we're still taking what the fucking uh, format. So we'll see. We got a lot of time to play with uh, format. Uh, this is uh, first go around right. here. So let's do some quick, quick, quick hits here. Yep. All right. Uh, so we talk about Hall of Fame. I'll do this one first. Uh, biggest, biggest snub or the, the, the happiest snub is Kurt Schilling. Oh, yeah. Right? Of course. Um, we're happy to see. I, mean, I talk about how it's just a stupid fucking process with Schilling. I'm just so happy that he's not in, man. Uh, he might be Hall of Fame worthy stats wise, but fuck him. Yeah, he's, it's like it's like um, uh, Feel the Dreams, where uh, Shoeless Joe is talking to uh, uh, to Kevin Costner, and he's saying like Ty Cobb wanted to come, but nobody liked that son of a bitch when he was alive, so they told him to uh, stick in. Yeah, right, right. The same thing for you, Schilling. Nobody liked you when you're fucking playing, so. You could fucking stick it up your ass. Do you have any thoughts on Shelley?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean he's a piece of shit. Notorious piece of shit. Uh, I do think he's a Hall of Famer, unfortunately. And he is he is gaining momentum. So what did he get? Seventy percent? He missed out by I don't know how many uh, close, yeah Uh so uh, it's, he's, 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 it's closer it's
0: closer than the steroid guys are. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: he's trending in the right direction. He's probably gonna get in. I think the postseason puts him over the top. Uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but just yeah, definitely uh Definitely first ballot Hall of Fame douchebag, for sure. Uh, there's oh, no yeah. debate no, there. No debate there. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, We talked last week about the cheating
0: shit. Yep. Stealing signs and stuff. Uh, the Astros, um, so they had like a fan fest this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I guess nobody really addressed it. And the, the owner said that the players will apologize in spring training. You yep. have thoughts on there? Oh, and also, I think I read this, that uh, they got immunity uh, from the league. Uh, they, nobody got punished because they agreed to cooperate and give them honest testimony uh, in regards to this stuff.
1: So they're scumbags and rats, basically.
0: Right. So all the shit that, that like, Mike fires, or yeah, Mike fires, all the shit, fires, fires, yeah. shit that he's getting, he's, he's getting kills for being a rat. All these scumbags are ratting right out, too. So, I don't know where Pedro, Pedro Martinez came out and said Mike Byers is a scumbag. Uh, Jessica Mendoza yeah, is takes a, a scumbag. It Pedro. A rat. Fuck you. Yeah. And you know what? It, it, this is exactly what rats do, man. They take, a, they take the deal from the government to save their own ass. So, don't fucking rip fires for ratting people out and then go back to these guys. Oh, these guys are the victims. No. <laughs> fuck that, man. These guys are just as bad. These guys are a thousand times worse than fires. Fires got nothing out, but Fires didn't get immunity for anything. He didn't ask for immunity. He just, let, he just let people know these guys made a deal, cut a deal, just like a rat. And somewhere, Sammy the Bull Gravano is smiling.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, it's not egg noodles and ketchup. They get to keep fucking playing. So fuck them. Fuck the Astros. Fuck their owner. Fuck Altuve, and fuck that scumbag Bregman. Oh man, that face! What an <laughs> asshole! That face, He's- man.
0: He's such a phony man. Yeah. Such a phony. <laughs> um, uh, one more thing. Do you see they're going to use uh, robot umpires in spring training?
1: I did hear that, yes. How do you feel about robot umps? It's easy to be anti-robot ump, but the umpires – I remember just game six, Houston, uh, you know, the Yankees and Astros. I was pissed off with a couple calls. I thought the umpire was terrible. But I I, it, I don't know it, it, it's you're playing with fire I, I I just I gotta wait and see to be honest with you I don't want to jump the jump the gun on this I just want to see how it works and we gotta that, it, it's gonna be flawed at first you would think but I got I want to see how yeah. flawed yeah
0: I think it helps that the umpires have gotten so much worse over I don't know how long I feel like they've gotten a lot worse over time
1: yeah you never know the technology's better nowadays if you want to go look at an awful umpire. Uh, oh, there's plenty. Go of back and look. Angel Hernandez. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was Angel Hernandez. I forget who it was. Uh, but the 1997 NLCS, the Levan Hernandez game. Do a do a, okay. uh, do a deep dive on that. That was uh, 97 October. Ironically, it was this. I was at the Jets Dolphins game that day. And I remember coming home and watching that game, not realizing. The umpire was terrible in real time. I don't think, but looking back now, I mean, he was giving Levon six, eight inches off the plate. It was incredible. Go cool, back. There's it's Wait. definitely
0: all over YouTube. NLDS, right? Because Levon was on the Marlins, right? NLC. They went to the series that year. NLCS against the Braves. Oh, I know. I thought you said, thought you said AL. ALCS. No. NLCS. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll do a little dive on yeah, that. Yeah, make a awesome mental note of that. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Alright, so let's move on. Yeah, we got next item up here is uh this Sunday. I don't even know what year it is. I didn't do my research that good on this, but it's the Royal Rumble. I think it's the
1: uh, I think it started in eighty eight, so it's the thirty second or thirty-third one.
0: All right. Whatever. Uh 88th, or, hey, since eighty eight, so uh all right, Royal Rumble number
1: whatever. I saw Jim Duggan, first ever winner. All right, there you go. <laughs>
0: Uh, we're gonna play a little game here, and that's gonna be a disaster. We're gonna try to give that a shot.
1: Yeah, Uh um, you have the floor. Up, but... You have the floor. You can explain.
0: <laughs> well, no, watch it. like what like where are you with the rumble these days? Like, are you are you in tune with what's going on? Like, do you know uh this WWE? year more than
1: any year? Uh I'm not I I have no clue what's going on really. I, I peek in on it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um I looked today to see who was in it. They already had 25 guys announced, which is a little more than usual. So that probably means there will only be like five old timers that come back. Um, which is like
0: my favorite part of Royal Rumble is yeah, everyone likes like that. who comes see, back it's for it. Usually yeah.
1: corny guys, the Godfather. The well, yeah. Godfather's pretty cool. But uh, you know, guys <laughs> like that, Goldust. He's in the other promotion now. He's in the other uh, the other league now, AEW. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so they'll bring back some old timers. I I haven't read any spoilers, any gambling odds, because that usually gives it away. Uh, so I have no idea who's going to win. I know Lesnar is one of the champs. He's a WWE champ who's also in the Rumble, entering at number one. And yep. the other champ right now is Bray Wyatt, I believe. He's fighting Daniel Bryan. Okay. Uh, So the winner is going to either obviously take on Lesnar or the winner of the uh, Wyatt Brian match and i I have no idea which what route they're going i don't know
0: all right um, all right so here's the game we 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 came up with this it's probably a little more elaborate than necessary because this is uh the bet on this bet is a shot and a beer that's the stakes here right so it's a shot and a beer bet for this game that we're calling two 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 and we're gonna pick two we're gonna do a little draft here just picking by numbers we're gonna pick uh two wrestlers from two through nine, two from 10 to 19 and two from 20 to 30. And we have a little scoring system that.
1: And the uh, reason we're not, add- the reason we're not picking number one is DQ is because it's Lesnar. And we already know who number one is. So it would be an unfair right. advantage to have less. Exactly. Probably. All right. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: so we, we're going to add up uh, total time in the ring. Plus total eliminations. Um, plus the place you finish, so if you're in the ring for 12 minutes, you get 12 minutes and you eliminate two guys, that's 14, and you fit and you're the 20, 20th guy out of there, uh, that's 35. So that's I do the math right? That's 35. Um, so we're just adding it all up,
1: and I think it was 34, you, right? 12 plus 2 did. is 14 plus 20 is 34. Oh, I thought, all right, I thought I had a 15,
0: all right, yeah, exactly. So, whatever, and then. It'll be a bonus uh, if you if your guy wins, you get twenty. Second place, if you're twenty ninth, you get ten, on top of twenty nine. If twenty eighth is five and twenty seventh is two, yeah. so we got a little bonuses for top four for the final four. Right.
1: So uh, for first time. place is twenty points. Second place is 10. fifteen. I thought it's fifteen. No, no, it's ten. Right. Yeah. First place 20 second place ten. Third place five. five. Fourth place two points. All right. Right. So time
0: eliminations uh number you're out 30th being the winner, 29th and so on after that and plus your bonuses. Yeah,
1: you're going to have to um, you have to write this down and carry some ones. It's going to be a little bit uh, of math. I got <laughs> Yeah, I got it right here. So
0: um shit, I don't have uh and, and me. Okay. Uh let's see. Oh, by the way, from this party somebody left behind a uh before I do this draft, mm-hmm. this draft, we brought to you by the Madison wine exchange, where you can get 12 ounces, uh, 12 white claw, hard seltzers, 12 more white claw, hard seltzers and 12 blood light seltzer, lemon limes for the low, low price of 38, 39. Somebody left their Uh, I mean, I know who I know. I know exactly who left this receipt, but I mean, just look as, Oh yeah, look at this receipt. Let's get a little idea of the weekend here. And, uh, yeah, thirty six seltzers. Wow! And now, now uh, there were a couple of leftover limes, which I will not be testing
1: uh, <laughs> on the air. <laughs> no, we only go as far as ciders on this on this uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's
0: see, I don't have a fucking coin, of course not. All right, you can pick first because I forgot a coin. So there you go. The Do you want default. me to
1: pick first, and then you get next too? No, no, we're just going back and forth. All right, and we're going to start with the low numbers, or? Uh,
0: Yeah, why not? Just go in order. Just do, yeah, just do one through, uh, two through nine
1: first. All right, two through nine first. Um, I'm going to go number nine. I want my guy as far away from Lesnar as possible.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm going to pick
1: seven. Seven? Yeah. Okay. I was going to think outside the box and go somewhere else, but you left eight open, so. I, <laughs> wanted, I wanted to pick three for Ric Flair, 1992 winner, but okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just have a feeling Lesnar's going to. But go ahead. You could have number three.
0: I'm going to pick five. Five. All right. First pick for 10 to 20, uh, 10 to
1: 19 at. Uh, before, uh, before we get to that, I would just like to state the Utah Utes, Come from behind win. Uh, on the court, win against Washington by a point. Got the sound down. I'm not sure what Walton's saying. I'm sure he's going nuts. But if you follow us, at Sunday Poor on Twitter, put some money in your pocket tonight. All right, moving moving forward. All right, where am I going now? 10 to 19?
0: 10 to 19, yes. Okay.
1: Uh, I will go... Fifteen.
0: All right, fifteen. I'm going with
1: uh, nineteen. Okay, nineteen. Um, I'll go eighteen. All right, and I
0: will go with. I will go with uh. Fifteen. I picked fifteen. <laughs> oh shit! Six. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have I have way too many notes for this stupid fucking game. I have, I have fucking... zero notes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, eleven. Eleven. Uh, Chuck Knoblock. Yeah. All right, <laughs> <laughs> fucking four four picks. I'm dub doubling it up, man.
1: That's <laughs> uh, like when
0: you're at, it's like when you're at a live draft and you're and you're like, what if what the fuck is uh. <laughs> Alan Hearns. where's Alan Hearns? Oh, he went, he went two rounds ago. Yeah,
1: dumbass. Yeah, you were getting high in the alley. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Well, it's, it's a baseball draft, not the football draft. Yeah, Come on, it's your draft street.
1: <laughs> You're getting high in the parking lot with the uh... <laughs> what's his face? That guy. Jesus Christ! Um, I have no idea. Oh, what I'm talking. Nah, uh, the tall guy. Uh, I'm right. I'm gonna go with number. <laughs>
0: 29. Okay. I'm going to go with 26. 26.
1: All right. 28. I'm going to go with... Big decision. Yeah, I got to go with 27. 27 (laughs) is the most popular number. Which is why I stayed away, because... Well, it hasn't hit since '01, one though. So I, I know. I did see that. Oh, wow. I didn't know you did research for this.
0: <laughs> I did some, yeah. I did some. It's what, yeah. Four, four for 27, three for 30, three for 24, which was not picked. And two for 19. Thank you very much. Two for 19.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't... Oh, <laughs>
0: um, there's there's two. Two's got a bunch. Two's got a bunch, so... Yeah, well, Sean Michaels was two. No, 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 no. I'm saying... Uh, there's a bunch that have two uh, winners in it.
1: Oh, oh okay. okay. But, yeah,
0: but yeah, actually, two is one of the ones with two. Yeah, it sure. is?
1: All right. Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: All right. There you go. Right, that's riveting content right there.
1: Well, it was like over-unders we'll just... with uh, Mike and Dog. We which we will have to do, actually, now that I we make a note of that. <laughs> we got to do baseball. Oh, base, baseball over We got to do baseball right. over-unders.
0: Right, I mean, yeah, it would be a fun way to spend the uh... – Spend the off season. Spend spring training. You've been doing pretty good with those picks, Nat. On the on the Twitter, you're four and two, I think. Four and two, that, yeah. In, uh, including t- including. Tonight's? I only watched I only the first half
1: of that. Um, that Utah game, uh, I went over to UConn. Now let's see. I'm going to go over to uh, the Nets to see what's going on. No, I did not uh, over Never there. mind. We'll yeah. go back to UConn. Yeah, we'll watch yeah, whoever's doing good. the halftime show. Uh, but right. yeah, it's been it's been good so far. 4-2, at a 66% clip. I'm sure I'll be able to keep that up for the rest of the year, so we will uh, keep that going. <laughs> so this past weekend uh, marked the
0: return of, like I said before, a living legend. We talked about Eli, talked about Jeter. Shit, we talked about Larry Walker. <laughs> but a real legend returned on Sunday. He's not retiring anytime soon. And uh, really, it's just, um, you talk about how Jeter did did it right between the lines and stuff like that, lived lived the right way and handled himself the right way. This guy lives the way that I think we all wish we could live. (laughs) He just tells us like it is. And that is one uh, Larry David. Kirby Enthusiasm came back this weekend and inspired us all. Uh, Number one, I guess, I don't know know how this is going to go, but uh, it's so funny that... You and I have been have been trading texts
1: about the late Happy New Years that we've been hearing or getting. Yeah, well, we've talked about this the last few years. This is really something I know that's grinded your gears. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, this we decided this year to keep track of the latest Happy New Year that uh, we receive, and that we even if we overhear it, we would count yeah. if we overhear yeah. it. So right now. I believe January 21st is the date to beat. Yeah, I heard one yesterday, yeah. Well,
0: Let's, or t- days yeah. yeah. Two days ago, yeah. I
1: still Tuesday think ago. we got a few more. I think so, too. Yeah. For sure. I do. I'm, I'm, I, hoping and, we hit a fe- I'm hoping we hear a February one. I really am.
0: Oh, root for it, man. Yeah. Absolutely root for it. I keep my ears to the ground. But, yeah, I, I, I said, I think I told you on, like, Tuesday after New Year's, like, that's it. It was January 7th. I'm like, no more. That's it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. It's a little you just gotta at some point you gotta say it's is too long. You can't carry it on forever,
1: and then f- it's not new. Yeah. It's,
0: it's not new anymore, and it is no longer happy,
1: right? And then, and then of course, what was it? Three minutes into this episode, he, he uh, <laughs> yes, phenomenal. Yeah, and we. And <laughs> I now, had yeah. I had an idea because I saw the name of the episode was Happy New Year,
0: so oh, I was yeah, kind of rooting
1: yeah. for that. I was kind of rooting for him to call somebody out, and of course, right at the beginning. <laughs> phenomenal yeah uh and you mentioned that um okay i say one other things that this wasn't i don't know if you were going to get into this yeah. when he gets in uh talking to the woman who's on the treadmill the pregnant woman <laughs> yeah i'm not saying this has ever bothered me but i have seen this at the gym like the the woman that's like eight and a half months pregnant like working her. like it's just a little, I don't know. It's a little uneasy. I feel like you should uh, take it a little easy and just kind of relax and just enjoy the fact that you can kind of just lay around and eat whatever you want the last couple weeks of your pregnancy. Don't go... I don't know. It's just, I, it's just always... It's not saying this is something that's kind of bothered me, but when he did say something, I was like, you know what? He's kind of right. He's just... What did like I say? He's a social assassin. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it yeah, did get this, me thinking. Like <laughs> This episode hit on everything, man. Hit everything. He just he, It know. was like he emptied the tank and just he came into the writer's room one day and just started unloading on everything yeah, that bothered him, and they put it all in one episode. Yeah, he did, like, the
0: selfie. Just randomly did the selfie stick, he, and he knocked over a bunch of scooters. And, like, I think those are both, like, two L.A. problems that we've never had around here. But it's just, like, you hear, you hear about that shit, and it's just so funny to see him doing it. Right. And, uh, yeah, like you about handling yourself the right way. The long goodbye is something that I don't think I ever considered having a name. And you've, you even said that you were doing that for years without really knowing, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't say, I,
1: I wouldn't say it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's in my repertoire necessarily, but I've definitely done it. Uh, if I had to pick a place that, I've done it the most often. It would probably be awake. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. And Uh. what I do is I do a little, it's a little bit of a different version of the long goodbye. Mm -hmm. It's you'll see, you'll be avoiding somebody and you'll see that they're leaving and you'll kind of like make it so like you're in their way when they're walking out. And then you think you yeah. act disappointed, like, "Ah, oh, you're leaving." Oh, you're leaving already? Oh. Yeah, so yeah. It's a much better Yeah, when in the back of your approach, head shit. you're like, "Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> fucking bozo!" That, I can stop avoiding. You look now. at the cast, you're like, "I didn't even fucking like you." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Uh, and sometimes a long goodbye works. When you ever have this, where you go somewhere, whether it be a party or maybe it could be a holiday. And you just you don't get around to saying hello to everybody for some reason, but then the yeah. But then what happens is the time enough time has already passed where you can't go in for a hello because it's too awkward. You've been there for like an hour. Yep. yep. So then you got to do sure. you got to do the long goodbye when they. got make, make up for it. it. Gotta make up for
0: it in the goodbye. Yeah. Exactly. Sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you ever had a, lo- a long goodbye that you actually felt bad about? Like where you're like, oh shit, I really did. And I think if if you really did feel bad about it, you're getting up having a beer with that person anyway. You're like, oh shit, this is a, a I really missed
1: having talking this person. Mm, Trying to do the long goodbye,
0: but oh, stay for one more, have one, and then you have a beer, and then uh, three
1: hours later. You're gonna it, yes, I yes, I I have had one that maybe I felt bad about, but it wasn't it wasn't in a, a case where Larry David when he was avoiding somebody. It was a case where I just. The time had expired to say hello, and I couldn't.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
1: but anybody who I avoid, I've never felt bad about giving them a long goodbye. No. And with me, it's more of a short <laughs> goodbye anyway. Even my long goodbye is short.
0: Right. You make your uh, feelings known briefly and get it out of the way. And get, and get them out of there for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, the nice way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and if you don't know the long, if two things. If, here's, the, here's the problem with this. If you don't know the long goodbye, now you know it. And you're gonna be looking for it if you're a person who gets the long goodbyes.
1: Yeah, if, so you're, if you're somebody who's if you're, a victim long, of if the you're long somebody goodbye. who's getting the long goodbye, you gotta look in the mirror and do a little do a little reevaluating.
0: Yeah. And now everybody's gonna fucking do the long goodbye. That's the other thing. <laughs> like, it was just kinda like it's kind of a thing, like I said, didn't have a name, but you knew when to do it. You just kind you just knew instinctively when to do it. Right. Uh now it's now it's named by the most famous, you know, asshole in history. So <laughs> Yep. Yes, yes it is. Yeah, but you have named your own like your own Larry David type yeah. um type move and it's you've you're excellent at it. You're famous for it. Yeah. Uh, we well, we call it, we call it, and you've called it the handoff. The handoff,
1: yes. Uh what yeah. the handoff? Well, explained... want... <laughs> go
0: ahead.
1: Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, you you I... explain It's your movement. Okay. What I do <laughs> is this. It's inevitable you're going to be at <laughs> you're going to be at a, some sort of social setting, a party, a bar, something. And you're just going to get somebody that grabs your air, right? It's just it's inevitable. It's going to happen. And you're not and you're not a big small talker. I'm not a big small talker. Uh, it's you know, I'll shoot the shit with you a little bit, talk about the game. I'll sit with you and watch a game and talk briefly, but not about, you know, how are your wife and kids? How's your job? I, I just can't. I can't do that. Okay. I
0: can't. It's so, it's, first of all, small talking, if I could jump in before you get into your move here, the small, small talking is so fake, man. Oh. Like, no, It's just all, uh, you're running down the list, the checklist of what you think is the socially acceptable things to talk to people about. Uh, yeah. I so, the,
1: the long goodbye is a way to avoid having to do the handoff, basically. There you go. Yeah, yeah, they all tie go. together. Yeah, for sure. So the handoff. So, right. Someone's going to grab your air and it's going to be a one on one and you're going to feel a little corn. Like, how do I get out of this? Yep. Now, what you got to do is you got to somehow get, you, you have to be in shouting distance of somebody else that you know that, that you could enter into the conversation. So, what you got to you, spot the sucker. Exactly. So what you got to do is try and bring up a subject. Like, I'll give you an example. Okay. I was talking with somebody. I'm not going to get into specifics. And he was uh, chewing my ear about something. And I knew uh, he started talking about football. And I knew that he was a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. And there was another Jets fan there. I am think he's probably <laughs> listening right now. I'm hoping at least. <laughs> There's another Jets fan there. And I better be take, taking those for next year. And I, and I do – what I do is I do a loud – I go, oh, you were at the Jets game a few – I was like, so-and-so <laughs> used to have season tickets. He was like, yeah, he was <laughs> just at the Jets game. So once, so once, I, once the person that you're trying to avoid turns off – it's all about body language. They got to turn off a little bit and start talking to that other person. Then you could ease – what I'll do is I'll usually need a bear or something. I go oh, yeah, and get myself mean... a beer and I never come back. You'll, you won't see me again until the next party. <laughs> That's it. I'm avoiding you the rest of the night. Hand-off is complete. <laughs> Okay.
0: Yeah, because if you if you try to like get away for a
1: beer without the handoff,
0: that guy's following you. Be like, I'll get one too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You risk or following. or worse, or even
1: or even worse, they'll be like, grab me one, which like, yeah, I'm trying to fuck it away from you, man. Or or yeah, like, oh, I'll get it for you, and then you're fu- you're fucked for another drink with them.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, they're a whole yeah. beer. Yeah, then you're chugging to get out of it. Yeah. So
1: nobody's nobody's <laughs> safe from the handoff. Really. I've done it to everybody. Uh, not handed them off, but I've I've handed somebody to everybody. You you've been a victim of it. Yep. Uh, and
0: you have no. I, the next day, you won't even you don't ask anything else, man. You're just like yeah, handing that, hand that handing that person off to you, man. Yeah. That's the only. thing Oh we're yeah, you got to
1: rub it in. You have to rub it in.
0: You see, you see Bill Clinton talking to LeBron
1: at the Nets game,
0: and he's with Strahan right now. I just I mean you probably you're I'm probably a little behind you but yeah.
1: No, I have the happened. I have the UConn game on.
0: Clinton was talking to A D and LeBron and I think he was sitting with Strahan. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting uh interesting uh trio. Yeah, I wonder if uh, Strahan brought up Epstein at all.
1: Yeah. Did uh did Bill ask LeBron why he couldn't deliver Ohio to Hillary? <laughs> 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 Uh, oh, also, yeah, there, one more Christ. thing. One more thing on the handoff. Uh, yeah, there's also another another thing you have to be aware of. You got to be prepared for the rescue handoff. Now, what this move is, th- this <laughs> one applies more to if you're with your wife or your girlfriend, uh, depending okay. if it's Friday or Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> you got to uh, you if you see them in a conversation they don't want to be in, you got to go in and, res- and rescue them. Take, take that person off their hands. And you don't, don't do anything crazy like start a conversation with the person they're talking to. You just got to get them out of there. Yeah. Navy SEAL shit. Just get them out. Ask them if they need a drink. They got to fill their wine glass. But the rescue handoff is very important because you got to have that type of chemistry with your significant other where oh, eye yeah. contact – Eye contact says it all. They they let yeah. you know just with that. And the worst part is the worst part is, is if you misread the situation and you're like, well, I had a I wanted to get you out of there. And they're like, What are you yeah. talking about? It's like you were actually enjoying that conversation. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you start being like I just did my move, like to I was just I'm wasting moves over did, there. My
0: my yeah, my uh would you call it not emergency handoff? Uh, uh, the, rescue hand. I, that was, the rescue handoff. I've literally I literally made I, I that do, up today. I've i never right. had a name for it. Like I've done that, but it's like it's all eye contact, and you got to yeah. like look and give the nod, and then if the person that she's talking to sees that she's making eye contact with me, oh, yeah. I'll give like a nod, like it, it, it's kind of like a throwaway nod. Yeah. But if she want to get out of there, she can be like, oh, I got I ran back. But if she was good, she'd be like, oh, like one second. And I'm like, okay, well, she's good. <laughs> So it's like, it's, 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 it's nonverbal communication, uh, but you're right. So yeah, the
1: chemistry was a long way there that for sure. It does. It does. I, like I said, the rescue handoff, I literally came up with that today when I was making notes and that was the best name I could come up. I've never had really, it's not really a handoff though because you're really just ditching the person. Yeah. It's not a great name. Yeah. I'm open to suggestions, but uh, maybe next week we'll come back and let you know.
0: Yeah. You could e- email us at uh, a Inc at gmail.com. And uh, with any suggestions for the name for the uh for the for the rescue handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well look, let's wrap this shit up unless you got anything else you want to touch on.
1: Uh I think we, uh, hey, I think we covered uh, I don't know if we're gonna be talking curb every week, depending on what goes on, but uh that episode I, I knew pretty early on that we were gonna have to spend a few minutes on it.
0: Yeah, phenomenal. I I I wasn't I didn't love last season. It was good, but this was like a return to form for me. Like I thought, this was a it, from start
1: to finish. It was phenomenal. Yeah. No, it was a it was a, so it looking, was a solid uh, season opener.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to the season here, and uh, his his war with Mocha Joe. <laughs> yeah. It
1: looks like uh, it looks like we're gonna get a season of Mocha Joe. It looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he was in. Correct me if I'm wrong. He was in the. I'm sure he's been in other seasons, but I remember him from the Seinfeld season. Because uh, he, 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 yeah, had possible, yeah. he had a little stand, a little stand like on the uh, set or in the in the parking oh, okay. lot or something, something yeah. like that. I forget yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. That's what I remember him from Moken Joe. But uh, yeah, let's we'll see. And <laughs> so, I'm sure he, I'm sure he's gonna. I think they're leaning towards uh, him getting Me Too'd. I'm, oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, Larry, yeah, Larry, interested yeah, in Me Too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mocha Joe? You thought? Yeah.
0: No, no. When you said it, I was like, "Wait, what?" And I, then I remembered. Yeah, them yeah, them
1: yeah. Grabbed her tit. Yeah. Should be interesting. But, <laughs> should be interesting. But
0: oh, um, I, do you remember? Do you remember the um? So Marty Funkhauser, Marty Funkhauser, Super Dave died,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's not he's not in the season. So I'm, I I wonder if there's gonna be uh, her speculation that. heard speculation it might be like a Marty Funkhauser funeral because. All Larry David did to Marty Funkeouser was fuck with like the big deaths in his life. Like he fucked with his uh, his father's death, right? The, the Dodger game. Yeah. His mother's <laughs> death. He stole flowers. His nephew's death. So I hope they do something. But he he's gonna be like terribly missed, Super Dave. He was phenomenal. Jeff Jeff banged his crazy sister. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that was a good one. Yep. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, do you remember the joke that? Uh, super at uh, that Marty Funkhauser told Seinfeld. at the Seinfeld table,
1: <laughs> I, rem- table I remember the, uh, I remember the punchline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember right. exactly how Look, the, I know listen, it was a very long winded joke.
0: Listen, <laughs> listen, let's, I'm going to, let's sign off. Let's do our goodbyes. And then if you want, you stick around. I'm going to try and tell aunt the joke afterwards. So this is Sunday poor. You come back next week. Uh, I guess next week marks four, number four, that's a month. They say that it takes uh, a month to, to start a habit. So I think if we do this next week, it's a habit. So we got to go. We're go- I mean, we already said we're going to do a show for the, for the, um, hall of fame, uh, induction ceremony, Yeah, which I think I called it an inauguration before, but uh, induction ceremony. <laughs> um, so we're obviously planning way ahead here. Uh, but yeah, next next week kind of makes it official, I think. I think four weeks makes it official. We get into the, the muck of February where there's just nothing to talk about. And we're gonna we're gonna really find our we're gonna really find out what we're capable of or, yeah. or, or, or incapable. To find of. out what we're made of then. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, I said what's not really there. So so come back. This is Sunday pour. and eh, give it a couple seconds and I'll come back and try and retell you the joke, all right? Uh, I'm sorry, what did you want me to do? Just give it a couple seconds. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to the nice people, and we'll come back and try it. I'll try and remember the joke to, to do it my
1: way. Oh, <laughs> See if yeah. I can remember how to do it. Oh, yeah. Listen, talk to you next week. Uh, big Super Bowl preview show. It's going to be all NFL, all football next week. We got prop bets. Uh, we got uh, just the pick of the game, preview the game. It's going to be wall-to-wall football. So if you don't like football, don't listen.
0: <laughs> talk to you guys next week. We Peace. All right, got to work on our goodbyes, first of all. But here's a joke. <laughs> our longest goodbyes. We do, this is the opposite of an Irish goodbye when we do our goodbyes. We'll figure that out.
1: <laughs> we got time to figure
0: it out. February will be when we figure out our sign-off. We'll do a whole show of just how we're going to sign off. Um, all right, so the joke was... Uh, uh, so there's a, there a, there a woman who fell madly in love with this man, and uh, she didn't want to have sex with him. She didn't want to have sex with him before they got married. And then... Uh, you know, she wanted it to maintain, you know, whatever, her purity, whatever, uh, beforehand. But, 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 but the day of her wedding, she went to, she went to her mother and said, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous about my, my, my first night with my husband. And your mother said, why? She goes, well, I'm a little bit, uh, uh wide down there. <laughs> so, and, and listen, he tells it a lot better than I could ever possibly tell it. And his worst day is a better joke teller than I could ever be. Um, he goes, and, uh, and the mother says, "Oh, well, I know what you can do is you know you go you go to uh <laughs> you just go to the butcher you get some roast beef and you <laughs> you stick it in your, you stick it you stick it up there and I'll tighten things up for you so she goes, Oh well, thank you, thank you so much so uh so you know the night her wedding night comes and they 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 go home together they go back to the bridal suite or whatever and uh you know they the all this all the sweetness is going on She's sweet She's says go honey I want to." You know, make you the happiest man in the world. I'm so I do have married you hope to make sweetest love to you. Hope that, uh, you know, i want to, I want to make love in these rose petals and have a glass of champagne, whatever. And, and anyway, they commence and it is, it is passionate and it is, um, uh, mind blowing sex. And they, they just, they, they, they go out it all night and, uh, the next morning, uh, she wakes up and she's alone. But there's a note next to her bed. It says, Honey, I had to go out. I needed to make I needed to go out and get back to work. So I need to make a life for the two of us. I I love you so much. I'm so happy to be finally married to you. I'm so happy that we finally had to make love and it was beautiful how we made love. It was wonderful. And I will think about that all day and I can't wait to come home to you and I bring you a bouquet of roses. And I and I and I and 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 I and I will bring home dinner if you want me too. And you just you stay home and you relax and I'll be I'll be home to to uh to, to make you the happiest woman in the world. I love you, your loving husband, Tom. P.S. Your cunt is in the <laughs> sink.
1: <laughs> I wanted to jump in like Larry does. What Larry does Larry do? this the fucking joke. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, uh, so, uh do a do a Google on that. Funkhauser Yeah, It's much to, it's much
0: better. He does he tells that a million times better than uh, I ever could. But there, it is. Super Dave Osborne, you are the best. Rest in peace. Yeah. I hope that we see your picture. Uh, uh yeah, we got on, it. on this th- this season's you, you uh You have
1: to give part. us a uh got to give us a Funkhauser one way or another. Give us g- a Funk give us a Funkhauser funeral or something. Something in w- one way or another. Give us a Funkhauser episode. We deserve it. We deserve it.